Stick It with Mr. Biggs is made possible by listeners like you. To support the show, go to askmrbiggs.com slash support. Stick it. So. Like, Hot dog. Sorry. There we go. All right. Hey, look at. Looky here. Yeah. Hey. Hey, hey everybody. Well, we're back. It's uh, time once again for an- another episode of Stick It. Stick It. Mr. Biggs answers all your questions about blues. Tapes, adhesives, sealants. Yeah. Anything that sticks. Mr. Biggs. Mr. Biggs can help you stick it. I'm very happy to report to the people listening that uh, thanks to your support of Stick It with Mr. Biggs. Stick It. Yet another glue and adhesive podcast has fallen out Mm. of the rankings. That's right. Chuck's Glue Podcast has stopped production, ladies and gentlemen. And I am thrilled about it, and I take uh, credit for that because uh, I'm pretty sure that we stole right. all, if not some of his listeners. So thank you to the new listeners to stick it. Stick it. If you've coming, if you're coming from Chuck's podcast, uh, you got to understand we do things a little bit different here. I uh, take your questions via email at bigscast at gmail.com. Answer questions about your projects involving glues and adhesives. And uh, Roger and I have a little witty repartee where we talk about uh, some of the news of the day regarding uh, how to fix stuff with glue. That's correct. Now, one thing we don't do, um, unlike Chuck's show, is we don't do uh, Skype calls or FaceTime interactions. There is a very good reason for that. Yep. Uh, there's a couple good reasons. First of all, I do not know how those work. And second of all, this is an audio podcast and I don't want to see you. So there is only email at this time. Uh, so send in your questions to bigscast at gmail.com. Or if uh, you want, you can head on over to the website at askmrbigs.com. All the ways to uh, reach us on social media is there. Yep, that's Facebook and Twitter, and uh, be sure to follow us on those uh, those uh, channels. Those what channels? Mediums. Those um, networks. Follow us, and we'll have all kinds of fun updates and okay. information. Okay. Well, you throughout. know, Roger gave it a try, and he failed a little bit there. What he's trying to say is. Uh, you can go to the website, and all the places are there. That's what he meant to say, and he didn't. And once again, I'm going to request that let's not go off script. Let's go ahead and stick to the notes. All right. Because when you improvise, there's a problem where you get lost in the weeds, Roger. You get a little bit distracted with your own verbiage and your own phrasing, and you have a difficult time making it back onto the trail. I'm here to... Kind of swatch on the fanny and say, over there, Captain, get back over there on the on the trail before you get eaten by a bear. Fair enough. Stay on the trail. Fair enough. And speaking of staying on the trail, 
Why don't we uh, jump into some breaking it's news? It's time for breaking news! Breaking news. Yeah, this is one thing that Chuck never did on his uh, stupid glue podcast. Because he uh, didn't do it. And uh, I do. This is breaking news where we find a news story where something is broken. And I tell you how to uh, how to fix it. One of the uh, one of the or differences. Stick it. How, we I tell you how to stick it. Stick it. One of the big differences between Chuck's show and our show. Yeah. Uh, we have breaking news and yeah. Chuck's show. I thought didn't. I didn't. I just explain that. I just said that, didn't did, I? Did you? Yeah, Roger. Just you know, follow behind but, me. Follow, follow my lead. I'll I'll, be I'll lead and you follow. It's a dance, Roger. It's a subtle dance. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll guide you through it. Breaking news today comes to us uh, from Houston, Texas. A Houston area restaurant's aquarium feature cracked during dinner and caused water damage in the dining area. Wendy Young, 58, and that means that she's 58 years old. 58 years old. Yeah. Wendy was having dinner at Vietnamese restaurant. Wendy was having dinner at Vietnamese restaurant. Vietopia. Say it again. Okay. Here's what what we're going to do. I'll read it up until that point, and then you say the name of the restaurant, okay? Okay. Okay. That sounds good. Wendy Young, 58, was having dinner at Vietnamese restaurant. Go! Vietopia. When she heard a loud bang, it sounded like something had fallen and some screams followed. And I saw the water pouring out and they were grabbing garbage cans and mops and... They worked on that for quite a while. I would, I would think so. They, I'm, Roger, I'm not done. I'm sorry. They were still serving people who were sitting and had already ordered. They were able to keep really calm. Hmm. Young, I'm still not done, Roger. Just I'm be sorry. quiet a second. I'm, I'm still I'm reading sorry. the news story. You're distracting me with your noises and your interjections. I mean, I wanted you to interject for the name of the place because I don't understand how to say those weird Asian words. They don't make any any sense. You want me to interject now? You had a kind of a... Pause. Young said as the water rushed out of the aquarium, the employees of the restaurant placed trash cans to capture the water, mop up the floor, and retrieve the fish from the tank. End of story. Hmm. So uh, we got a fish tank at a Vietnamese restaurant that sprung a leak mid-dinner. And from the sounds of it, it was a very, very large aquarium fish tank. Well, they had to grab multiple garbage cans, so I'm guessing you see typical garbage cans, what, like 58 gallons? Yeah, 50 50 gallons, uh, 50. So I'm guessing that we're talking at least a 300-gallon, if not 500-gallon tank. Maybe even a thousand. It's pretty good sized. I'm going to have some water, if you don't mind. Hold on. Let's talk of aquariums made you thirsty. Mm. Water. Water running out of. That's not true, Roger. 
The fact no. that my throat was dry made me thirsty had nothing to do with the story. Don't try to assume the causes of my thirst because okay. you'll often be wrong. Okay, so. I'm, I'm thirsty too, so I'm going to have some water. You go ahead. This Vietnamese restaurant now has a cracked aquarium tank, and they're going to have to fix this before they can open up again, because I guarantee you, leaving those trash cans filled with tropical fish in the dining room is not an environment that people are going to want to come into. No. You see, when you got a Vietnamese restaurant, Roger, you're already swimming upstream when it comes to bringing people in, because you got that horrible smell. The menus are very... Difficult to understand, and the food is often disgusting. So, um, you want to make sure that the dining area is as uh, inviting as possible. You don't want to leave trash cans filled with fish out in the open. So, let's get that aquarium fixed. What do you say? Yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of going to be the, that's got sort of unspoken. They don't want big trash barrels of fish. Yeah, that's what I said. Right. That so what almost, I'm saying, what I'm saying yeah, you is, use different words and different phrasing, you, but you said pretty much the same thing. I just, yeah, I just wanted to say, hey, Roger, you do were. you have anything to add that is not identical to something that I have already said? Because that would be fantastic. You want to uh, talk about the smell in the the uh, Vietnamese restaurant? Want to talk about that? Because I already mentioned that too. I, you know, I haven't been there, so I can't really say yeah. that it's that it smells. I would imagine oh, after this God. sort of this sort of incident that it would get kind of smelly. The the water on the carpets. That's the smell of wet trash cans. Oh, those trash cans outside the Vietnamese restaurant already smell pretty bad. I can't imagine having them damp. Yeah, again and inside the building. I haven't <laughs> I haven't been there, so I'm not sure. All right, so we're working under the assumption that we got a single pane of glass cracked or broken in a rectangular fish tank. So, first of all, we're going to want to remove that sheet of broken glass, uh, use some uh, protective gloves to make sure you don't cut your hands, maybe talk to the guys in the back that cut up all the sushi fish. They usually have special gloves they use to make sure they don't cut themselves. I'm not sure they sushi is a Vietnamese dish. I think that's Japanese. Take all the sharp pieces of glass off until you've got the fish tank with the entire broken panel removed. Now grab one shard of broken glass and I want you to head out over to your local glassmonger and hand it to him and say, hey chief, I need a new sheet of glass. And he can take that little piece of glass and hold it up to the light. He'll be able to match the thickness Make sure that it's the correct hardness, tempered, the correct dimensions. Make sure you measure how big of a panel you're going to need before you go to the glass guy because he's going to need that information in order to get you a piece of glass because you're running a Vietnamese restaurant. You're not a glass installer. You're not going to have a glass cutter on hand. Or if you do, kudos to you because that's a valuable tool. So after you got your sheet of glass, take that on back to your Vietnamese uh, restaurant. Turn the closed sign on because you don't want people walking in mid-repair while you're trying to fix this fish tank. They're gonna. They may. They may have a problem with that. They may want to, you know, stay open so they can continue their 
you know, their, their, uh, uh, income stream can, can continue. They may have, they may don't not do be this ab- after hours then do it after you close or before you open in the okay. morning. Okay. I mean, it's not hard. I mean, you people understand logic, right? I mean, they speak a different language, but they're not dumb. No. Or are they? I don't know. It's so hard to understand them and it's frustrating. I think if they just slowed down a little bit, I would be able to understand a little bit better. Well, that's night now. I don't think so. But anyway. All right. So after you've removed all the broken glass, I want you to scrape down all of the uh, the edges of the, uh, the missing panel area with a razor blade. Get all the old silicone off there. Just remove the pieces of glass and silicone that uh, were there before. Before laying down anything, clean off your surface. Get it good and clean. That's something that you always say, and it's a good axiom to live by when it comes to gluing and sealing and taping. It's the third axiom, Roger. It's the third? Surface preparation. There we go. There we go. Write that on a rock. Okay. All right. So now that you got it all cleaned off, you're going to want to lay down a bead of silicone all the way around the remaining panels, just along the edge. And then down to the bottom, across the bottom, up the other side. I uh, I would recommend uh, DAP silicone. Okay. The clear aquarium sealant. It's a good solid brand that you're going to find anywhere. It's easy to find. It's not too expensive. It is a little bit stinky, which is not a bad thing. The stinkier it is, the better it works. Oh. Axiom number seven. We're learning a lot. Which isn't to say we don't normally learn a lot. I'm just, this whole no, the axiom number system is not something I was familiar with. Maybe we should we should have like hey, Roger. A, a, a show. Yeah. Roger, why don't you get back on the trail for me? All right, all back, right? Okay. Back on the trail. All right, so uh, you're going to want to put all that silicone back on the fish tank and raise the new sheet of glass up into place. Maybe have one of the uh, bus boys come over, hold the glass in place, because it's going to have to sit there and cure for at least 12 hours. Mm, so Both hands on the panel of glass, applying light pressure, not too much pressure, because you don't want to have too much squeeze out of silicone at the union of the two panels on either side. Now, the bus boy holding the glass, does he have to stay there? The entire twelve hours, or could they do, could they work in shifts? They or? can do it in shifts. Great if you've got one guy that's got a lot of upper body strength and maybe is a real go getter, looking to move up in the organization, work his way up to, uh, I don't know, dog cook or whatever it is you have in the back. Have him do it. This is a good job for him to prove himself, prove his worth, do honor to his family. Right, right. Well, I guess my point my point was they need a person to hold it for 12, 12 hours, whether it's yeah. a bus boy or a, a, a future cook, they, they need somebody to hold it for 12 hours. Or I suppose you could tape it in place too. You could put a couple strips of gaffer's tape around the corners. There we go. There we go. Yeah. And when you put the gaffer's tape around the corner, holding the panel in place, here's a quick tip from Mr. Biggs. It's a Mr. Biggs quick tip. We do not have a sounder for that. I would like to have a sounder for that. Maybe after we get the uh, after we get the email sounder, we can do the quick tip sounder. 
There is no email sounder. But there will be a quick tip sounder, and today's quick tip is when you're putting uh, on a piece of tape for the purposes of holding something in place while you glue it, take a little bit of the tape and dog ear it, about a quarter of an inch, before you put it on the glass. That way, when it's time to remove the tape after the silicone is cured, grab that little flap of tape and pull it off instead of having to scrape it with your fingernail. That's uh, Mr. Big's quick tip. Quick tip. Quick tip. So it's a tape hack. After the uh, silicone is cured, you're going to want to grab a hose and fill that back up with water. Put some fish back in. But do wait, do not use the fish that were in the trash cans, though. Those stinky Vietnamese restaurant trash cans are probably diseased and filled with cat blood. And those fish that have been swimming in there are disgusting and likely diseased. Mm. Buy some new fish and put those fish into the newly fixed aquarium and take the diseased trash can fish and uh, drag it back into the kitchen and put them on the specials board for the next day's luncheon. Do they have lunch in Vietnam? Sure, yeah. Do they, well, do they often- have a breakfast, lunch, dinner schedule? I think what they often do at these restaurants is they sort of accommodate American eating schedules. Yeah. And have a lunch schedule and an early birds uh, specials and sure. and dinner specials and cocktails okay. and f- uh, flaming desserts and that sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, there's. I I think that uh, the answer would be yes. Okay, it'd be a shame to th- for those fish to go to waste. So you do whatever you think is best. And, uh, that's how you stick it. Stick it. Oh, wait. I mean, this has been breaking news! Breaking news. Yeah. And that is how you stick it. Yeah. Uh, it's not a, not inappropriate to say that. I just wanted to make sure I did it in the correct order, because I think one of the downfalls of Chuck's Glue podcast is it was disjointed, confusing, and difficult to follow. Right, right. He didn't really have any kind of... Pro- proper formatting or yeah n- no, the no. excessive use of profanity and uh i don't know it was very misogynistic on that show just always with the comments you're not going to find any of that here so uh listeners this is a safe space welcome to uh stick it with mr biggs thank you for tuning in i hope you'll stay a while i hope you'll stick with us Hey, Roger. What's that? Uh, Hey, Roger. Yeah. I just thought of that. It just came to me. Just right then? Yeah. It was just stick with us. It's a good one. I like that. I like that. I know. I know. It totally works. It just came to me. I hope that uh, I hope that they'll stick with us. That's the kind of fresh improvisation you can look forward to on Stick It with Mr. Biggs. Stick it. I like wordplay. I can't. I you know. I I I make no excuses for it. I'm a wordsmith, and I enjoy. The spoken word and giving advice to people, and uh, it's my calling. It's and a that's good, why I'm here. It's a good combination, and uh, yeah. it's uh, the sort of thing. Roger's here, too. Roger there. He uh, co-hosts the show. 
he sometimes talks too. So I, I kind of like you've got that think, to look forward to. I kind of like to think that uh, I'm the coxman. I'm the coxman of the uh, of the ship, and uh, you do all of the rowing, and I just basically say dirty things and suggestive things, which was the downfall of Chuck's show. And I don't understand why you find the need to drag us down with him, Roger. Just please watch the language. Families and children listening, lots of them. I know for a fact that Mrs. Johnson listens with her young daughter. I know, I know that for a fact because she told me once that she listened and, uh, she was surprised to find out that it was a glue podcast because Roger keeps saying dirty things. Well, Mrs. Please stop. Mrs. Johnson, let's, uh, let's let you and your daughter know that it's time once again for email, email, email. All right. Mark the recording right here. This is where we will be. Cutting th- that portion out, and we'll be going directly to listeners' emails where I answer questions about glue, glues, and adhesives. Well, I, so we'll I'd like to talk we'll go, about we'll that. We'll go right from that point to this point. I'd like to. I'd like to discuss that after we're we're recording. I have some. I mean, I think we can maybe uh, come to a, a compromise on that. But if you want to send us an email, you can do that. If you've got an email account, you can use that. And type in the address BigsCast, which is a word. It's it's a word that works, and you should not be afraid to type it. And if Spellcheck tries to change it, you go ahead and say, Step aside! I know what I'm doing. It's BigsCast with two Gs. At gmail.com. And uh, if if you type everything correctly, you will not... Uh, have uh, your email uh, system send it back to you. If it does get sent back to you, just go ahead and type it the right way and send it to me. That's how you. That's how you do it. That is correct. It's not hard. It's it's email. It's been around for damn near ten years. People, come on! You should know by now how to do this. Well, we've got a, a, a an, an email fresh out of the email sack, and uh, it goes like this. It says, Dear Stick It Biggs, uh, hi, M- uh, Mr. Biggs, and also Roger. I have a large plastic insulated mug, which I use to store beverages for long periods of time at a desired temperature. It holds 52 ounces of liquid at a temperature for up to eight hours or at least it used to until the lid broke. The mm. lid of the mug is also made of a thick plastic that creates a tight seal over the top of the mug. Yeah. It's supposed to be pressed into place rather than screwed on. Then you press it on. Right. Yeah, no screwing, yeah. just like a rubber seal. However, removing the lid via the grip tab causes the lid to flex slightly as it is removed. Why? Oh. So the the cup is made out of rubber? I don't know. No, I don't understand. No, 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 no. Let's get through the whole thing and then we'll we'll uh, touch on your questions. 
Uh, removing the lid via the uh, grip tab causes the lid to flex slightly as it is removed. Over the years, this flexing... I have so many questions. I want to ask them. Okay. We'll just... We're, we're almost through. Over the years, this flexing action has weakened the plastic until a crack developed the last time I tried to remove the lid. All right. He said plastic. I would like to glue it back together, but I'm... said plastic I'm, that time. I would like to glue it back together, but I'm not sure yeah. what adhesive would be food safe and be able to withstand the liquids of varying temperature that I yeah. might that might yeah. that I might contain in the mug. Yeah. Can you help? Yes. Yes, I can. This is Kevin in Austin, Texas. All right. Let's help Ke- Kevin out. All right. Okay, good. So that's the end of the email. All right. Uh, question. Is this mug made out of rubber? Uh, in large insulated mug. Yeah. Stores. I know that part. Lid. Lid of the I mug know. is also thick plastic. Creates yeah. a tight. I think I yeah. said the seal of the lid was, was rubber. I didn't say the mug was rubber. Okay. Well, that, that threw me off. That threw okay. me off. There. Okay. I'm sorry about that. All right. So if it's made out of plastic, what kind of plastic is it? Uh, the lid? The lid, the mug, any of it. What, does, what, kind of pla- what kind of molded thermoplastic are we talking about, he, Roger? He I need to know. He doesn't really get into that. Uh, he just says thick. Thick plastic. Okay. Well, you know, thick is not going to help me. Turn the mug over on the bottom of it. There's a little triangle made out of a bunch of arrows. And inside the triangle, there's a number. I need to know what that number is. What is it? He, um, going through the scanning, scanning, scanning. You know, I don't. Think he All right, Roger, you're of little help in this situation. I, I, I just don't I just okay. don't think he mentioned it. He didn't he I've didn't. I've got a travel mug right over here. And I'm gonna use this as a stand-in, a proxy for his mug. And I'll just take a look at the bottom here. And my mug has a uh I can't read this in this light. You want me to take s- a look at the bottom of this mug and tell me inside the little triangle what's the number in there. That is a five. Five. Okay, good. Now we're cooking with gas. All right, let's assume that your mug is a five as well. That would make it polypropylene, molded thermoplastic mug. And if you've got a top that just snaps on and it's started to crack, oh, you are in trouble, Charlie. (laughs) Once thermoplastics uh, start to stress, at a point like that, over time, from multiple usages, it's very rare that you're going to be able to mend that sufficiently. You might be able to mend it temporarily, but my experience has been when you've got a stress point like that on a molded thermoplastic, the best bet is to throw it away and go get a new promotional travel mug. But that is not my answer. No. That is not I mean, it. That- that's kind of the easy route right there, and you... Uh... Well, that's the correct route. That's what he should do, because that is the best route. But since he asked, we're going we're gonna to tell him how to stick it. Stick it. Head down to his local Wawa and get mm. a... Uh, uh, just get a new, like you said, just buy a new... 
I think they 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 you get uh, three free refills. Uh, if you get one of those, once you get a stress fracture on a piece of polypropylene, it's even if you glue it, it's likely it's going to propagate elsewhere because that stress has to release itself, especially sure. with a friction fit lid like that. It's constantly being stretched ever so slightly over the lip of the mug, and then stretched again when you remove the lid. But let's give this a try. You got a crack. Right by the tab, so we're gonna need to. We're gonna need to. It's gotta be a little flexible, in order to handle the repeated removing and reapplying of the lid. So I'm gonna suggest a uh, contact adhesive, uh, 3M Fast Bond, 30 NF. I see. Go ahead and use a toothpick to apply that. Open up the crack a little bit by uh, flexing the lid ever so slightly. And use the toothpick to put a little bit of the fast bond into the crack and then release the lid and let it uh, cure. It, it probably would be as strong as it's going to get inside of four hours, but let's leave it overnight. Sure. And from this point forward, there is no washing of the lid. It could probably handle it, but let's not risk it. So keep it out of the dishwasher. Keep it out of submerged liquids. It's Just, not poisonous or anything, but I'm afraid that that bond is not going to stay in a wet environment. So, so that from that point forward, no washing of the lid. Just to be on the safe side, yeah. Okay, Let's go so ahead and, this is now a decorative mug only. Right, right, okay. Well, now if you don't have any fast bond, another thing you could do is. Grab an old uh, butter knife from the uh, silverware drawer and maybe uh, like a propane torch and use the torch to heat up the end of the uh, butter knife and press it into the crack on the outside of the lid. Just kind of wiggle it back and forth to try to smear some of the melted plastic over the crack on either side, back and forth in a zigzag pattern. Oh, trying to, we're trying to melt that crack closed. If you do that enough times and let it cool so it solidifies again sufficiently, and then you go back over it, do it again, mixing up the scrapes and swirls that you made over the last pass a couple of times, you might, you might get it to the point where you could use it again. It's going to look ugly, though. It's no longer decorative. You're not going to be able to put it out on your counter and say, hey, look at my beautiful mug. It's got this horrible scar on it. It's probably kind of embarrassing to have it in your cup holder in your uh, in your SUV as well. I mean, assuming that, you know, you don't drive alone all the time. You're always trying to personalize this, aren't you? Then, then, then again, I mean, if if somebody is uh, willing to uh, let this happen to one of their lids, the chances yeah. are they really don't drive around with anyone. If you don't have a butter knife to try to meld it back together, you can always use a soldering iron. Don't use your good soldering iron, though. I want you to use your backup soldering iron because you're not soldering. With this, you're using it to melt plastic, and it's going to gum up the tip, and no amount of retinning will be able to bring that tip back. So use your auxiliary 
soldering iron. The one that then, you, you you had a long time ago and, and you replaced with your new one. Yeah, you had a, like a hacko that you used, but then eventually you upgraded to a weller and you put the hacko in the junk drawer and you said, yeah, it still works. I might need it someday. Well, guess what, chief? Today's the day. You're going to fix that mug. Just melt that crack back together and uh, don't show it to anybody because it's horribly embarrassing to be drinking out of a mug with that disgusting melted scar on it. And that's how you stick it. Stick it. Stick it. With Mr. Biggs. And um, and that's really, like we mentioned earlier, earlier that's, you know, option two. Option one would be to get a new mug. Incorrect. Option number one is to uh, glue it back together with some 3M fast. No, wait. Option one is get a new mug. Right. Option two is 3M fast bond contact adhesive 30NF. Option three is use a butter knife with a propane torch and uh, melt it back together. Option four is uh, use a auxiliary soldering iron. Why am I going through all of this all over again, Roger? Didn't we do this already? I just Didn't wanted to do this reiterate part? the first, the, the the really the cheapest and the easiest easiest fix would be. Roger, podcasts are recorded, and if people are, have any confusion, they can pause the show, I they see. can rewind it, they can go back and listen to it again. There is no need to repeat yourself over and over again. Well, I don't now tell them the email address again. I don't really like to think of it as a repeat. I like to think of it as a recap. So I'm not really necessarily repeating the information verbatim. I'm sort of I'm I'm condensing it, and and you know, and just in case they sort of got confused, just sort of you know, give it a a, a very uh, uh, sh- uh, short and sweet. Um, Review, review, Re- your review. Okay. Well, just All right. I, well, it, let me let me do a little short and sweet review of my own. I already talked about that stuff. If you missed it, rewind it and then do it again. You can listen to the podcast as many times as you want. So there, that's my recap, and uh, that's how you stick it. Stick it with Mr. Biggs, a podcast about glues and adhesives. The uh, the website to visit is is askmrbiggs.com from there. Two G's and Biggs when you type that out, right? B-I-G-G-S. And send us an email for the uh, the email question portion of uh, of the podcast. And if you don't have a uh, have a computer, desktop, or laptop or whatever, just yeah. head on down to your local public library. Okay, well, the podcast is over, so thanks for tuning in. Roger's going to do uh, his own podcast about libraries and things that people do in them at another time. Stick it. Thank you to all of our Patreon supporters like Gerby Adams, Antonio Gerbel, Matt Hemberson, Michael Michael Wayne, and Mark Suritelio. If you want to support the show, go on over to askmrbigs.com slash support. Or visit your local library. Stick it. Don't talk about library stuff, Roger. It turns people off. Library people are not stick it people. You know, you're probably right. You're probably right. Well put. 
first wise thing that you've said today. Nice job. All right, well, we're going to catch Thanks you Thanks for coming in. I appreciate that. My pleasure. You, uh, I'll just put the doc- Diet Dr. Pepper into your fridge, and uh, maybe we'll have some next time. Stick it. All right, Roger. That is off-air talk. That is not... We don't need to talk about that on podcast, so don't don't bring that up. So, thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Podcast over. that need to be stuck if you tried to use epoxy but you had no luck how do you stick them i'll tell you how stick it with mr biggs (laughs) yeah all right tapes and glues tune in to the podcast with mr biggs and roger and the breaking news we got the solutions on our podcast feed Talking about adhesives and what you need to succeed with your glue-ups, gluing stuff to other things and what to squirt in between and junk like that. If you got two things that need adhesed, don't try to clamp it all together held between your knees. How do you stick them? I'll tell you how. Stick it with Mr. Biggs. Take it, Roger. Here, right here now is my Yeah, part. this is your part of the song. Go ahead and sing. Uh, my name is Roger and I'm part of the show, Reed. Oh. I read your emails. No, Roger. I don't. I don't. Stick it with Mr. Biggs. Roger, what happened back there? You didn't sing. You know, I'm not really, uh, comfortable. Singing if I didn't if I didn't You didn't sing your part, Roger. Now we got a big hole in the middle of the no, song. I, I don't I don't sing. If you got two things that need to be glued. If you tried to use some duct tape but it stuck to your shoe. How do you stick it? Here's a clue, try stick it with Mr. Biggs. Stick it with Mr. Biggs. Stick it. Stick it. With Mr. Biggs.